welcome to this our podcast our, our first one ever um and we call it from both sides of the medication cart my name's bill uh, and i'm here with my wife and the mother of my children kate hi kate hello bill the reason we call it from both sides of the medication cart is that i have been married to the lovely kate for almost 27 years 26, 27 years. Oh, my goodness me, it seems such a long time. And in all those years that I've known her, she has been a uh, a sufferer, a survivor of mental health issues. And I suppose, from this side of the medication car, I have been Kate's carer. Um, Kate has uh, multiple diagnoses, bipolar being one of them, um, depression and anxiety being another two. Uh, hey, Kate. Hello, Bill. Are you okay? I'm fine. Good. Our first <laughs> podcast from both sides of the medication cart. Are you excited? I'm very excited. I have lots I want to say. Yeah, and you probably will. I know that. I know. And I say that with a great deal of affection, having been married to you for so long. I know. I can be quite verbose. You and can talking, be. Talking about mental health, I love to share what I think I know. I think we like to share because we are not only are we married to mental health uh, through gold rings and gold bands and register offices but we're also married to the advocacy side of it as well we're great advocates of the mental health uh, and allies and friends of people who have it as well mm-hmm. so mental health kate here we go here we go I let's talk brought, about I, it i see you brought the tea and cake so let's get rocking let's get rocking um i want to just ask a simple question bipolar i've heard about it what is it okay bipolar to the best of my knowledge, and I've been diagnosed for about 10 years mm. as bipolar. I had mm. several different diagnoses before that, but we settled on bipolar. Bipolar is a mood disorder. Mm-hmm. And the best way to think of it is to think of your moods as being on a scale of zero to 10. Right. Zero is the dark, dank, depressed. So zero would actually be when you're having suicidal thoughts. Mm-hmm. Number one might be you're feeling bad and, and you just can't get motivated. Mm-hmm. Number two is, you know, and we work our way up until we're at 10 and 10 is the other end of the scale, and it's not well either mm-hmm. because it's mania. mania. And 10 would actually be mania to the extent where you think that you know everybody, you think you know everything, you want to go shopping. I mean, mine manifests, I think I'm the second coming of Christ. Mine manifests that I have psychosis. Oh, don't get too much away. This is only the first one. Oh, I know. It's I only know. the first one. We've got lots and lots and lots and lots of time <laughs> and lots of stories to tell our listeners about your journey of bipolar the reason i wanted to start there mm-hmm. is because that's what you've got now yes and it took a long time you said you've been diagnosed about 10 years but it took a long time for you to get to there we've had all sorts of diagnoses so i want to take you right back uh i know it might be quite difficult because it's been such a long time ago when you were a kid i mean everything that i've read and seen about mental health they say it, st- it starts in your childhood even people you know taking the mickey about freud going you know lie down on the couch and tell me about your childhood yeah. did anything trigger this or start in your childhood as far as you know well i might be a bit atypical because i don't really fit the i had a bad childhood therefore i'm going to grow up and be mentally ill mm-hmm. i don't really quite fit that because i reckon i had a pretty good childhood mm-hmm. My mum and dad worked their little um, 
backsides off, right? I had fingers to the bone. Fingers we, to the bone. What we say yes. in the north of England. Fingers very, to very the bone. busy. Yeah. Very, very yeah. busy. My father was a chiropractor. He had two practices. He was very successful. My mother worked for him, not so formally, but she was at home answering the phone. She was doing his office laundry. She did his books, that kind of thing. So between the two of them, they ran. A pretty successful business. Grafters, as we they would say. Grafters, grafters. definitely, yeah. right. And, uh, you know, my dad was hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, if I had a diagnosis to give him, I would say he too is bipolar. Wow. He shows all the signs and symptoms, right? And he spent a lot of his time in 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 just on the edge of mania. Mm-hmm. So he would work so hard and he would be the chiropractor and he's the happening man and he's going to run his office and stuff like that, that he, um, you know, brought home a lot of stress and a lot of tension a lot of self-made men self-employed people are though okay because mm-hmm. you know you work they work 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 and it's work for the family it's to give the family a good life mm-hmm. uh, um that's not necessarily a diagnosable disease but yep. you know my old dad you talked about your dad my old dad you say hard work never killed anybody or never hurt anybody absolutely you know uh and a lot of self-made men do look as though they're just on the edge of mania you said that um, so, I mean, did that rub off on you? Is that what you're saying? That you were uh, affected no, no, by this? No, I wouldn't say that. I would just say that my dad was hard work. Right, okay. Yeah? Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and my parents, uh, they did argue quite a bit. But as a general thing, I came from a family of four kids and two parents and a couple of dogs. We always mm-hmm. seem to have dogs. Um, and it was it was good. And the I perfect was, North American family. Well, in in many ways, I was the youngest. Yeah, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I got off the lightest. Mm-hmm. You know, by the time they got to me, they weren't strict disciplinarians, and I got away with a little bit of murder. So, to answer your question, I really don't think that my childhood is the cause of any mental illness I had as an adult. Mm. I think the mental illness I had as an adult came about because as an adult I um, behaved in a way that made me unwell. And uh, Were you a busy kid? I mean... Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I went to ballet and I went to the hockey games of my brothers and I was on every team at school. I was a little athlete. I, wow. was, I, I, was, a, I was a champion kid. I skipped a grade. I went to university. I had an 88% in drama, which was my subject of choice. Mm-hmm. You know, I was popular. You know, I, I I tended not to get as many boyfriends as the other girls did, but I was best friends with the boys. Mm. You know, I was one of those type girls. So you were clever. You mm-hmm. were um, sounds as if you're fairly affluent because your father was yeah, we were two, fine. two businesses. We were uh, fine. You had a roof over your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything was, you know, it wasn't, you know, perfect because she said that there were grumbles, but um, but everything was sweet and mm-hmm. money was being earned and people were getting fed and there was no mm-hmm. uh, kind of anything socially that would lead to any kind of mental illness. Yeah, and then trouble started in my family when I was about fifteen. Right. So by this time, me being the youngest, my mother reckoned I was old enough to stand on my own two feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was precocious. I was ready, and what I was ready for was for the family to break up. My mother wanted out of the marriage Mm -hmm, and wanted mm -hmm. out of the formula of what they were living. And so she left my father. And shortly thereafter, we got a townhouse, my mother, my sister, and one of my brothers. My other brother had already married and moved away. So there we were in our townhouse. And one day I came home from school and my mother 
was on her hands and knees in front of the TV, which was turned off, and she was, the only way I could describe it, she was hexing the TV. Hexing? Hexing, like a witch. Go away. And the TV was off. coming in. The TV was off. But my mother was seeing something on that TV, and she was waving her arms, and she was uh, shifting from left and right, and Mm -hmm. she was... And uh, what I, age were you? I was fifteen. Fifteen, okay. and I, I uh, believe it or not, I didn't think that much of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just a little disappointed that she wasn't going to fix dinner that night. Oh. You know, I was, <laughs> I was a winner kid, but I was also a pretty selfish kid. Yeah? yeah, and I really saw the world from my point of view and nobody else's. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was very empathic. I wasn't very sympathetic. I wasn't very compassionate. You know, so mum, mum, come on then, make, make my dinner. You know. You make my dinner every night because uh, you know. So there's your mum on her hands and knees mm-hmm. cursing the mm-hmm. TV, yeah. which is not switched on. Yeah. And all you could worry about is where's my chips and eggs. Basically, egg yeah. So, so the point I'm trying to make is that I really didn't get that what was happening with my mother was that she was having psychosis and she was mentally ill. Wow. Yeah. And then my mother um, left and she drove her car. She was driving um, to a, 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 a psychiatric institution in a local community and she got stopped by the police Mm -hmm. because she was driving haphazardly. She was crossing lanes and she was running red lights and all this. And the policeman stopped her and he realized that this woman was, dare I use the phrase, off her rocker. Let's say not well for now. Just in case, <laughs> just in case someone's listening that doesn't like that phrase. I know. Uh, but we do reserve the I right know. to use it. I know, but yeah. I'm mentally ill, so I can I be allowed okay, to okay. say it. Yeah. So, but so, anyhow, yeah. he phoned. He phoned our home and he told my sister who was the oldest of the family what was going on and my mother ended up she was admitted to the psychiatric hospital um in the local community Mm -hmm. right and again i really didn't get it it didn't register with me just mum was gone for a few days Mm -hmm. so um i the the reason why i'm telling you this is i did encounter mental illness in my youth but i really didn't clock it didn't really know what it was no and i i didn't learn from it and i certainly you know i'm not a huge believer in that mental illness is hereditary yeah i actually this before before we get on to that yeah uh, this was in what the early 80s when all this was happening uh 70s in the 70s well i just from from this side of the medication card i just want to check out when all this was happening Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so this was in the 70s Mm -hmm. They, in, you, in Canada, in Canada, mm-hmm. uh, one of the most progressive countries in the world. Mm-hmm. You took your mum went away for a few days to, to we don't know where. That this this ethereal kind of uh, you know wonderful place where she did she come back cured? No, that's well, what interesting. Well, it's hard to say. She came back and she was fine. She made my dinner. Ah, okay. um, you know things returned to the the cycle. Yeah. But everything was a bit topsy turvy because my parents had only just split up. Yeah. So we were learning uh, to use the great phrase the new normal. Um, so when she came back from where she'd been, you know, the hospital, whatever that meant, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she seemed fine. But she did continue in the daycare program at the hospital. Right. So she was still getting treatment. And uh, my sister, the oldest, she took the brunt of it. She was the one who really supported my mum. And uh, I was spared most of the details. Do you know what I mean? So so, so there is a uh, an element of that I was fairly self-obsessed. Did you not figure out that your mum was not well? Not really, no. Yeah? Not really, no. So you couldn't see it? Not, no, no. 
Well, see, I'm just saying because mm. often from when you're not well, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I, I want to come back to what you're talking about. I'm just talking from my side of the medication cart, looking at your side of the medication yeah. cart. Yeah. I can often tell immediately that you're not having, mm-hmm. you know, a good day. Well, you're empathic, and you're sympathetic. Just your personality. Are you saying that you don't care about your mother? It, basically, <laughs> she didn't. She didn't do you your dinner. No, I'm. I'm saying that as a young person, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was fairly self-obsessed. Yeah, I was fairly interested in in that long-haired guitar player. So she comes yeah. home from wherever she's been, mm-hmm. and you're saying that she was going off to these day centres, etc. Mm-hmm. Was she, was she her behaviour? Was it any different? She was um, fine, as far as I could tell. Mm-hmm. She was fine. So she'd stopped doing so all this stuff she, with the TV. So if she was and... mentally, she stopped texting the TV. Yeah. yeah. So she was out of psychosis. So if 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 in other times we might think she was wearing the mask, mm. you know that now I recognize that she was putting on a front for her family, for her functional family, and so many people do that, don't they? They mm-hmm. they carry on. They do. They carry on. And that's on. something that we will be talking about yeah. later in Ab- our later podcast. Absolutely. So my mother carried on, and she presented to me, her 15-year-old daughter, normality, you know, as much as she could because we had left my dad, you know, so, so there were there was all sorts of tension about that. But Okay, so what I want to pick mm-hmm. up on is something that you yeah. just said, that you don't think... That mental illness is hereditary. No. You don't think that any journey that you went on, and we're not going to talk about that just yet, Mm -hmm. but you don't think that any journey that you ended up on was or is hereditary. You don't Mm -hmm. think you've caught this from your mom. Okay, here's what I think, and there'll be lots of people jumping up and down disagreeing with me, but I believe that we all are on the spectrum. Mm -hmm. I believe Mm -hmm. that we all have a propensity to become mentally ill. So I draw the parallel that it's like mental illness is an allergy. And if you expose yourself environmentally to the allergen, you will get hay fever. Mm -hmm. But if you're lucky enough that your life leads you that you don't expose yourself, then your mental illness lies dormant. So that's what I think. So my mum had some mental illness because of the struggles of splitting up with my dad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really what was going on there. Mm -hmm. And I believe later, when I became mentally ill, mm-hmm. it's because I was exposed to to bad things and negative things. Okay, so it's not um, that you had a bad childhood. It's not that you had bad things happen to you. That's right. It's the fact that you were exposed to people who were carriers of mental health challenges that were in your life and they were very close to your father and your mother. So you think that some of your mental illness... Is based on what they went through, yes, and what you witnessed. Yes, and and um, you know, by the time I became mentally ill, I was twenty five years old. But around that time was the most difficult time of my life. Ten years before that, yeah. Okay, that's brilliant, Kate. That is the end of our first podcast. It is going to be a fascinating journey that we're going to have with you. Uh, thanks for sharing that because some of it's going to get quite in depth. Uh, I do hope our listeners appreciate that and we'll carry on listening because we've got lots and lots to talk about over the next podcast that we are going to be doing and we look forward to maybe helping one or two people, pointing them in the right direction or just being really interesting people, which is what we are, I think. We are, we're fascinating. We are fascinating people. Uh, We haven't even started to talk about me yet but then again, there's going to be plenty of time. Kate, I'd just like to say thank you for being so open and honest during the first one. 
Thank you very much, Bill, this for is, listening. This is the Yorkshire Pudding saying, ta-da, we'll see you later. Mm-hmm. And what are you going to say, Kate? I'm going to say, I'm Kate the Great, the Crazy Canuck, and I like the word crazy, so bear with me. I like to use it. The Crazy Canuck saying, thank you and goodbye. Thank you and au revoir. <laughs> we will be back. 